Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome to the Mike Douglas Show this Friday afternoon on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas with you. Always privileged to serve as your concierge for conversation and no lack of topics to converse about at the moment, are there, my friends? Uh, Right at the top, let's get right to it. Uh, Updates regarding the high school shooting in Oxford, Michigan. If you will recall, yesterday as we're talking about this, uh, many of you who were calling in were expressing uh, the feeling that The parents ought to be held accountable, even possibly face charges uh, related to their son's actions. And uh, many of you also expressing some feelings that the school ought to be held accountable as well. As we go over new developments that we've learned today, my question for you is, does today's update, do the new items of information I will give you today, Does this change your mind at all about the parents or the school, or does it amplify or affirm your opinions leading up to today? We'll be talking about that at 209-551-3483. Let's get to the updates very quickly. There is a manhunt underway for the parents of the suspect, 15-year-old Ethan Crumbly. They are facing four counts of involuntary manslaughter uh, from the prosecutor in Oxford. Uh, As we'll learn, the dad bought the gun on Black Friday that was later used in the shooting as as a gift for his son, and his gift was present, or his son, rather, was present at the time. And so the prosecutor has uh, issued charges, has leveled charges against the parents. What happened uh, after that, however, is that the parents disappeared. The parents vanished. And so there's a manhunt uh, out for them. Uh, Many uh, agencies, both uh, local, state, and federal, are on the lookout for the parents. Now, the parents' lawyer or lawyers for the parents, have said that, uh, no, no, James and Jennifer Crumbly are not. They are not on the lam, so to speak. They are not fleeing, but they simply, quote-unquote, relocated after the shooting for their safety, and they're going to be returning to Oxford. Do you buy that, that they relocated for their safety? Hmm. So anyway, apparently, according to their lawyers, they're on their way back to Oxford, Michigan, to turn themselves in. Meanwhile, again, Michigan police, uh, the FBI, state, local, federal agencies looking for the pair. Apparently, their lawyers saying, uh, nope, they're uh, they're not running away. They relocated for their safety and uh, they're on their way in. All right. Let's get to. Some wonderful information. I think probably one of the best overall summaries of this case is provided by the prosecutor, Karen McDonald. And we'll review the timeline in in just a couple of minutes to make sure we get the points. Let's listen to prosecutor Karen McDonald. She gives, I think, a wonderful summary of everything leading up to the shooting. Let's listen again. This is the prosecutor in uh, Oxford, Michigan. This is Karen McDonald. James Crumbly purchased a Sig Sauer 9mm model SP-2022 from Acme Shooting Goods in Oxford, Michigan on November 26, 2021. A store employee confirms that Ethan Crumbly was present with James at the time of the purchase. Per statute, James Crumbly completed ATF Form 309A, 5309A. On or about November 26, 21, Ethan Crumbly's social media posts reveal photos of the semi-automatic handgun, along with the caption, Just got my new beauty today, including an emoji with hearts, Sig Sauer 9mm. Any questions I will answer, end quote. Subsequent to the purchase of that weapon, one of Jennifer Crumbly's social media posts on about 11 27 
one read, quote, Mom and Sunday testing out his new Christmas present, end quote. On November 21st, 21, a teacher at the Oxford High School observed Ethan Crumbly searching ammunition on his cell phone during class and reported the same to school officials. Jennifer Crumbly was contacted via voicemail by school personnel regarding that son's inappropriate internet search. School personnel indicate they followed that voicemail up with an email but received no response from either parent. Thereafter, Jennifer Crumbly exchanged text messages about the incident with her son on that day, stating, quote, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught, end quote. Again, I, I think a very good summation of the events leading up to this shooting on November 30th. Let me review the timeline with you. Again, my question to you is, how do you react to that? Do, does this affirm your feelings about the charges being leveled against the parents and what charges possibly or what responsibility the school should have? Does this change your opinions at all? Does it amplify them? Tell you my opinions in just a second, but let's uh, let's review the timeline. Again, our no- phone number here, 209-551-3483-209. 5513483. Let's review the timeline that we just heard from prosecutor Karen McDonald. Friday, November 26, James Crumbly, the father of Ethan, the suspect in the shooting, purchased a gun, a 9mm semi-automatic handgun with Ethan by his side. He purchased that four days before the shooting, Friday, November 26. That same day, his son Ethan posted photos of the gun to social media, and he captioned it, Just got my new beauty today. Now, moving to the next day, Saturday, November 27, Jennifer Crumbly, his mother, Ethan's mother, posted to social media a suggestion that she and Ethan were testing out the gun which she referred to as, quote-unquote, his new Christmas present. Now, if you were listening carefully to Karen McDonald's, the prosecutor's timeline here, I believe she misspoke on the next date. She said uh, November 21st, that would have been the previous Sunday. I believe what she means is Monday the 30th, or Monday the 29th, rather. Uh, because school would not have been in session on November 21st. So I believe she meant Monday, November 29. Uh, A teacher at Oxford High School saw Ethan doing a search online on his cell phone during class for ammunition. She reported that to school authorities, who then tried to contact Ethan's mother, Jennifer Crombley, uh, via voicemail and email, but they didn't get any response from her. And then that same day, according to Prosecutor McDonald, Jennifer Crombley, the mother, exchanged text messages with her son Ethan about the incident. And and, and she said, quote-unquote, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught. What do you think about that? <laughs> I'm all right. Let's let's move on. Let's complete the timeline. All right. So now we move to the day of the shooting, Tuesday, November thirtieth. Again, the day before, Ethan's mother, having learned apparently that he was searching online for ammunition, <laughs> sends him a message. LOL. I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught. Good. Great. All right, moving to the day of the shooting, Tuesday, November 30th. On the morning of the shooting, a teacher saw a note on Ethan's desk that included a drawing of a semi-automatic handgun, and then he wrote the words, The thoughts won't stop. Help me. And then there was a bullet below the words, quote-unquote, Blood Everywhere. The note also included drawings of figures with gunshot wounds, as well as the phrases, my life is useless and the world is dead. 
So the teacher justifiably was very alarmed at this, so she took a photo of this note with her cell phone, turned it over to school authorities. They attempted to contact Jennifer and James Crumbly. They came to the school, and a school counselor pulled Ethan from class to meet with his parents. Ethan removed the note from his backpack, but apparently he had already altered it. He had scratched out, apparently, uh, some of the disturbing phrases. So the school officials told mom and dad, Jennifer and James, that they were required to find counseling for their son within 48 hours. Uh, The prosecutor said both parents failed to ask their son if he had his gun with them. They think... During this meeting in the school office the morning of the shooting, that he had the gun with him in his backpack. All right, moving on. Now we're going to pick up again with a statement from Prosecutor Karen McDonald. She talks about the outcome of that meeting the morning of the shooting between school authorities, Ethan Crumbly, and his parents at that meeting. Let's listen to the prosecutor. As the meeting, at the meeting, James and Jennifer Crumbly were shown the drawing and were advised that they were required to get the, their son into counseling within 48 hours. Both James and Jennifer Crumbly failed to ask their son if he had his gun with him or where his gun was located and failed to inspect his backpack for the presence of the gun, which he had with him. James and Jennifer Crumbly resisted the idea of then leaving the school at that time, of of their son leaving the school at that time. Instead, James and Jennifer Crumbly left the high school without their son. They resist the idea of their son leaving the school at that time. They left the school. The parents, Ethan, was allowed to return to the classroom. Can you believe this? Can you believe the school authorities would allow after, after seeing his pictures, his notes, after knowing that a gun had been purchased, they allowed him to return to the classroom. How do you feel about this? What, what If you were the parent of, of one of those four teenagers that was killed, how would you feel right now? All right, let's wrap up this timeline. Uh, hours later, Prosecutor McDonald reports the actions of Ethan's mother, Jennifer, and his father, James, as the news of an active shooter at the school was, igna- was announced. Again, this is the day of the shooting. This is after the meeting with his parents and him that morning. Uh, this is Prosecutor Karen McDonald giving us uh, the the final information on the timeline here. When the news of the active shooter at Oxford High School had been made public, Jennifer Crumbly texted to her son at 11.22, I'm sorry, at 1.22 p.m., quote, Ethan, don't do it, end quote. At 1.37 p.m., James Crumbly called 911, reporting that a gun was missing from his house, and he believed his son may be the shooter. All right, coming up in three minutes, uh, we'll take your phone calls, your opinions about this. How do you feel about this? Does it affirm your feeling that, yes, the parents ought to be prosecuted? And what do you think about the fact that they left? Their attorney saying, oh, no, they, they, simply, uh, they simply relocated. And then think about the school officials. How much responsibility does the school have in this? Should there be some type of criminal or civil action taken against the school? This is just absolutely incredible to me. All right, your call's coming up, 209-551-3483. Back in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic, now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Eastbound 120 Manteca slow today, Union Road to 99, while South 99 in Manteca is tied up, leaving 120 all the way for Ripon. Your North 5 right in Stockton, that's slow from French Camp all the way to Downing. 
For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. We all know Goodwill, but did you know when you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community? Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. You have homeowner's insurance for a good reason, because without it, a fire, flood, or burglary could destroy you financially. But there's another major crime your homeowner's policy does not cover. It's called home title fraud. The FBI calls title fraud one of the fastest-growing crimes, and it can ruin you financially, which is why you need home title lock. Title fraud happens when a criminal forges your signature and documents stating you sold your home to him. Then he takes out loans against your home and leaves you with the payments. You'll spend a fortune in legal fees trying to prove you did not commit fraud. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect anyone, from a cyber thief to a renter to a relative, trying to forge their way onto your home's title, they help shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and enter radio for 30 days of free protection. That's code radio at hometitlelock.com. There's stuff that your mom never told you. So join hosts Annie Reese and Samantha McVeigh of the podcast appropriately named Stuff Mom Never Told You. Each weekday, they discuss topics such as politics, history, and pop culture, all examined from an intersectional feminist lens. In our society, we do pressure people, especially women, to forgive since we've both gone through trauma. I just was so torn by it. I'm like, what if I can't forgive? Listen to the Stuff Mom Never Told You podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Dell Technologies biggest business sale of the year has arrived. Step up your vision with top tech up to 50% off during their Cyber Monday event. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Plus, get incredible savings on Windows 11 PCs along with servers, monitors and docks, all with free shipping. There's also special financing with Dell Business Credit. Get started by contacting your Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. Take the shortcut to your next great hire. When you sponsor a job on Indeed, Instant Match immediately delivers a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit. Local talk is back in the valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And back with you here on the Mike Douglas Show at 209-551-3483. Getting your reactions to the news that the parents of the suspect in the Oxford uh, High School shooting, uh, Ethan Crumbly, his parents have been uh, charged with uh, manslaughter charges, and uh, shortly after that announcement, apparently they disappeared into the mist. Uh, their uh, uh, attorneys apparently now are saying, no, 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 they're not running away, they're not fleeing. Uh, they simply were relocating after the shooting for their safety. They're returning to Oxford, Michigan to uh, turn themselves in. In the meantime, we're getting your reactions uh, to all of that, including what do you think about the school? And uh, the school's response to this, is there some criminal and or civil action that ought to be uh, leveled at the school for uh, their lack of action here? Ethan allowed to return to the classroom after uh, his his pictures were discovered, it was discovered that he was uh, searching for ammunition online. I mean, the the details are just 
discouraging uh, all the way around. Our, our telephone number here, 209-551-3483. Let's go to the phones, uh, to Modesto. And Debbie, what's your reaction to uh, these updates today about this case, Debbie? Well, I hope you give me time to say what I need to say. I'm not taking anything back from what I said yesterday. I, yesterday was mild compared to what I've got to say. And every caller you have that call, calls in, they're wonderful people, and they have brains personified. But what we're missing, there is a big key to all of this that's missing. The hate in this country is so out of control. This, was, this is going to happen more and more. We've set this up. We've done it to the adult people who have the children, who preach it to their children, and the children hear it. They talk in school. We're responsible whether we want to admit it or not. This young man, those parents had responsibility for him. They were told before that day that they recommended, some people recommended, they saw what this, this child, he's still a child, he had problems, but his parents were instigators of those problems. Now, if you really do your history, you're going to find out that there was a lot of hate in that family that preached and he heard, and they told their friends, you can't tell me for one minute that this wasn't nurtured over a long period of time. I hold my president responsible. I hold the state of California governor responsible. We didn't have to have the fires we've had. We didn't have to have the shootings we've had. Black Lives Matter was set up by the Democrat establishment. I'm sorry if nobody wants to hear this, but it's a fact. Do your history. Everybody in this country that cares about the United States of America, let alone good old California, we better start doing our homework and be active to bring back the goodness of our country instead of letting these entities destroy it. That's my opinion. And God bless everybody that calls in because you're all geniuses. Everything you say, whether it's small, medium, or huge, we've got to get busy. We're running out of time, please. There are a lot of this young man out there. There are a lot of parents out there. There are a lot of parents that you never even hear about. Do you really want the shootings and the crimes to go on? We had a president that could have stopped it decades ago. Barack Obama had the shooting of those little kids in that school. That's when it all got totally insane. We, we have to be careful of what we're wishing for because we just might get it. And this Debbie, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm bumping the clock just a little bit here. Thanks for your comments. I, I, I want to center it back into Michigan and uh, this particular case. And I agree with you that the family unit is the key to a lot of our ills that we're experiencing in our culture. The disintegration of, the responsibility of, the dynamics of the family unit in America, the attacks upon the family unit in America, I do believe are at the root of a lot of issues that we have. I, uh, and so I agree with you on that score, uh, Debbie, that I, I, I tend to believe, and we don't know all the information yet, but I tend to believe that uh, his parents had a lot to do uh, in, in terms of contributing factors for what happened on November 30th, especially as you look at the timeline that uh, that we reviewed. I also think the school has some responsibility to uh, to all of this as well. Well, coming up in about in uh, coming up in five minutes, we're going to be uh, shifting gears a little bit, talking about a wonderful thing that's happening at Davis Park Church of Christ. A wonderful young lady named Alexandria will be talking to a pastor from there and Alexandria's mother about a food and toy drive. This is heartwarming. Back in five minutes on Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Maybe you have a loved one who forgets routine tasks more than usual, like letting the dog out, or struggles with chores like laundry or cooking. 
Sometimes what may seem like a senior moment consistent with normal aging could be symptoms of MCI, the earliest clinical stage of Alzheimer's. If you or someone you know is experiencing difficulties like these or other memory issues or mood changes, talk to a doctor and consider asking about cognitive screening. You can also learn more about MCI and its most common cause at itstimewenow.com by Biogen and Azi. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Southbound 99, Manteca, slow today, 120 all the way to Main Street in Ripon, while North 5 through Stockton look for delays between French Camp Road and Downing Avenue. Your eastbound 205 right through Tracy, slow from Grant Line to 5. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Looking for uncommon talent? Meet the grads of life. They're not the typical candidates you're used to, but they're exactly who your company needs. An ideal fit for entry-level positions, internships, and even mentorships. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn more. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more, or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm, specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-798-2477. 800-798-2477. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. It's so on. The Sirius XM Listen Free event is happening now. Listen in your car to over 100 channels, including ad-free music of every kind, plus sports play-by-play and talking news for everyone. Enjoy even more free on the Sirius XM app, including expertly curated podcasts, ad-free extra channels, music for any mood, Sirius XM video, and the ability to create your own Pandora music stations. We've already turned it on in your car, so press the button and enjoy. Ready or not, Christmas starts now. Right now. While Santa and his elves are hard at work, you can play iHeart Christmas Radio. 100% Christmas favorites, commercial free. Download the free iHeart app and take iHeart Christmas Radio everywhere you go. Or listen at home on your smart speakers. Just tell Alexa to play iHeart Christmas Radio on iHeart Radio. Hello. iHeart. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. iHeart Radio. This report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. A mix of clouds and sun today. Temperatures topping out in the low 60s. Clear overnight, mid-40s. And then morning clouds tomorrow. Sunny skies by afternoon. Low 60s once again. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And Mike Douglas back with you here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Again, my privilege to serve as your concierge for conversation here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And amidst uh, a world of very upsetting things and headlines that make us shake our heads uh we have uh we have some bright points we want to discuss and one of them is uh, about a, a a food and toy drive that's going to be happening on December 11 and it's in the name of a beautiful young lady named Alexandria to tell us about that is uh the outreach minister at Davis Park Church of Christ in Modesto Buddy Gray Buddy, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us. And give us a, a thumbnail sketch of how this 
Toy and Food Drive came to be? Well, about uh, 11 years ago, Alexandria actually succumbed to a brain aneurysm in uh, January. And, uh, but just before that, she had left a letter to Santa Claus that mentioned that she wanted to give her present that she was going to get. Uh, she wanted to give those uh, to the homeless and the kids that uh, had needs uh, in the Modesto community. And so after reading that, her mother, after she passed away, her mother and her mother's family uh, and a host of other people got together and we started collecting toys each year, toys and food each year, uh, to, to make, uh, make Christmas a little brighter for, for some families. Buddy, that's absolutely amazing. And, and she was nine, year old, uh, nine years old before she went to be the, with the Lord, right? A nine-year-old, it sounds like she's a very mature, was a very mature nine-year-old with a, a servant's heart at, at that early age. Yeah, she was uh, extremely uh, mature for her age and really cared about the needs of, of other people in the community. And uh, I think she got that from uh, her mother, Kim, mm. uh, and, and her family has always been, uh, been looking out to help others in the community. Tremendous legacy for Alexandria, of course. And uh, this has been going on now, what, 10, 11 years, this food drive? Uh, this is going to be our 11th, uh, our 11th, collection of toys uh this year buddy let's talk about uh this uh this happens now on saturday the 11th tell folks about uh, what they can do to help and uh the location and the time okay uh this is going to be happening at uh the davis park church of christ 901 west rumble road uh we're going to start uh, collecting toys at 10 a.m uh Santa Claus is going to be there for pictures with kids. Um, let's see what else. We'll have, uh, there'll be a tent, there'll be balloons. Uh, uh, we'll just uh, be, it'll be a festive atmosphere uh, as we collect the toys for the kids. Uh, and, and then the follow-up to that is uh, the following week, uh, we'll be giving the toys out to 55 uh, uh, families uh, in the area that come from various schools as they, they've made appointments, they get to come and shop for toys, uh, the parents do, here at Davis Park. Well, buddy, thank you, and uh, thank your congregation for your commitment to the community. And, uh, the, again, this is Alexandria's Food and Toy Drive. That's Saturday, December 11, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's uh, it's 901, am I right? 901 West Rumble. Uh, in, 901 uh, West Rumble Road here in Modesto. And, uh, but Buddy, by the way, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Buddy Gray, I don't mean to embarrass you, Buddy, but God has used you as, as like one of his secret agents, not only Modesto, but throughout the country as well. <laughs> I mean, you've, you've gone everywhere throughout this country responding to uh, natural disasters and such, uh, helping uh, people in relief and recovery. And so let me just take this opportunity on behalf of, of all of us in Modesto. Thank you for your commitment to serve others and, and especially to let us know about Alexandria's Food and Toy Drive coming up. Uh, Buddy Gray, again, the uh, Outreach Minister, Davis Park Church of Christ. Buddy, thanks so much for dropping by today and letting us know about this. All right. Hey, right. thanks for letting me be on here today, uh, Mike. You have a great day. All right, you too, buddy. Thanks so much. Again, uh, that's a great okay. legacy in honor of this nine-year-old Alexandria who died of a brain aneurysm. This was about uh, 10 years, 11 years ago or so. And uh, because of her concern for the community and her desire to help others, her wish in a letter to Santa Claus was that other children... Uh, could benefit. And uh, so her legacy lives on some 10 or 11 years later. Again, uh, Davis Park Church of Christ. That'll be on Saturday, December 11. Food and Toy Drive in memory of Alexandria. Davis Park Church of Christ, 901 West Rumble Road. Again, our thanks to uh, Buddy Gray, the out. 
outreach minister there for uh, letting us uh, relating that wonderful, wonderful story and Alexandria's tremendous legacy to help the community. All right, back to the phones here on the Mike Douglas Show, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. And uh, we're reacting to, thinking about the developments today uh, regarding the high school shooting uh, suspect, uh, Ethan, uh, in Oxford, Michigan, and the fact that his parents, uh, the Crumbleys, vanished apparently after it was known that charges were being leveled against them that's James and Jennifer Crumbly uh, for uh, manslaughter charges for their contributions to what led up to uh, the the killing of four students by their son and the wounding of about seven others getting your reactions to that uh, let's go to Oakdale again our number here 209551 Three four eight three two Oakdale. We go and Kathleen. Kathleen, welcome. What are your thoughts about this today as we get this new information? Well, first of all, I just want to say that I love all you guys. You're great. I love uh, your hearts and minds uh, making the effort on these matters. Uh, but I still stand by what I say yesterday, and I feel all the more um, with what has come to light that there should be no charges against the parents, and yes, there should be charges against the school. Um, I put myself in the shoes of the of the parents, and I think, you know, I'm there at the school, and the school is telling me to search the backpack. I was like, my God, if there's a gun in my son's backpack, that's a police matter. And I, I, I don't want to get involved with a uh, 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 a police matter like that uh, at that level, a gun in his backpack. And um, so I fully understand that, and I fully understand that the parents expected the school to uh, remove their son and uh, and to search the backpack or, and, or to, for the police to search the backpack and for the school to remove the son if the police did not. And I think that Ethan, in writing that note, that's the suspect, Ethan, their son, that he expected to be removed from the school. That note is not only saying the word help and is a cry for help and that it's a, the note in itself is a cry for help, but I think that he actually was expecting, he, he contrived that note to contrive his own removal from school. He was doing everything he could possibly think of to get removed from school. There's some bigger issue at play there that was that was driving him and it's a hidden issue and uh, it doesn't excuse anything that happened and he has to face charges as an adult he has to face those charges for murder but that's why the school could have prevented it as 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 because of ethan's actions that uh he expected to be removed and his parents actions that expected their son to be removed and so it's all, it's all on the school as um, the liability uh, other than on the suspect, you know, the liability, he has to be held accountable for what he did. But um, the liability other than that is on the school and possibly on the police department. I don't understand uh, why the, the, the police department wasn't there uh, searching that backpack. Very interesting uh, perspective, Kathleen. Uh, again, thanks for your call. Really appreciate that. You bring up some interesting, uh, interesting points. I, I, w- I will agree with you about the school having some liability here. And what that will turn out to be, we don't know. We'll see how uh, those, that unwraps over time. Uh, you, you bring up a very interesting point there, uh, Kathleen, saying that uh, she believes that uh, the, the parents... Uh, in wondering, I don't know that they were told, uh, I don't believe, that the gun was in the backpack and might have, they believe it was in the backpack, but Kathleen's feeling is that if that backpack uh, was uh, to be searched, that the parents uh, should have stayed out of that 
and that that was a police matter. That's a very interesting uh, perspective. Got to think about that a little bit. Kathleen, thanks so much for for letting us uh, know your feelings on that. Let's go uh, to Modesto. Again, our number 209-551-3483 from Oakdale to Modesto. Uh, Let's talk to John. And, uh, John, you have some thoughts about uh, the parents of Ethan Crompley. You know, hi, Mike. Uh, Good afternoon. I I do. And one of my concerns is, you know, if they did commit a crime, that's fine. But more and more, I see prosecutors overreaching like they did with Rittenhouse and overreaching like they did with a couple back who were just trying to protect their property back in Illinois. Um, There's a big push on for everybody to find something responsible when what you have is someone who's 15, He's not an adult. Kids make bad mistakes, but he made the decision to do what he was going to do. Now, if there's people responsible for not catching it in time, you know, unfortunately, we have all these rules that stop people from, you know, you can't force your kid into therapy. You can't uh, do things that a normal family would do. What was the old rule? I think you said you were a police officer once, and so was I a long time ago. In loco parentis, that yeah. the school stood in the shoes of the parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think in a lot of ways nowadays, that's been taken away. Uh, people think that school is going to babysit their kids and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I, I don't know um, the law back there, but in thinking about doing an involuntary manslaughter case, the things you're going to have to prove that the parents acted with reckless disregard, you know, and the fact that they did it intentionally, not just um, a general intent act. I mean, I, I'm just concerned. It's, there, we're always going to be looking for a scapegoat, and it, it seriously could be because we want to get away from focus on the schools. Absolutely. Government never does anything wrong. Well, there, <laughs> yeah, John, there's a good point. Good point made there, uh, and, and we hardly ever hear government going back and saying, oops, uh, we made an error there. Uh, yeah, I appreciate, uh, John, your thoughts about overreach. That's something to think about, and, and certainly we have seen that. Uh, John, thanks for the call. Good things to think about. Uh, John saying, I'm not sure about the charges against the parents. Uh, is that prosecutorial overreach again? And good good for us uh, to think about so much. This is why I love this hour with you, because you continually bring up great things to think about and uh, cause all of us to uh, rethink our positions. And either we wind up saying, Yep, I'm uh, secure in what my position is on this. Or we say, hmm, there's something to think about, and perhaps I ought to uh, think through that uh, and reevaluate where I stand. I'm, uh, I just so much appreciate your comments. We're going to get more of those. I invite you to call in uh, just a few moments. Our number 209 551 3483. We'll continue to talk about uh, the East Ethan Crumbly case. Uh, the parents are uh, at large at the moment. Their uh, lawyers saying, nope, they're headed back. They just relocated for their safety, but they're headed back to Oxford, Michigan to turn themselves in. Uh, we'll see how this transpires. We'll talk more about that at 209-551-3483. Uh, coming up, by the way, would you like to uh, join us for University of Pacific Men's Basketball in December. December 14, we've got a four-pack of tickets for you. It's uh, UOP, University of Pacific, versus uh, the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos on December 14 in Stockton. And here we'll make this fun. Uh, The first caller to call and tell us the name of the current NFL coach who attended the University of Pacific in 1973. He's a current NFL coach, attended UOP in 1973. Not a mm, sea fowl, but a tiger. And if you listen to me enough, you may know that this coach would be important to me. Got enough clues? Give us a call, 209-551-3483. Who do you think that coach is? All right. Well, let's again hear the clues. Not a Seahawk. He was a Tiger and a coach that's very important to me as an alumnus of a certain university in the state of California. 
Again, give us a call. Let us know who you think that coach is, 209-551-3483. And producer Mike is waiting with bated breath to give out a pack of four tickets to December 14's game, UOP uh, versus UC Santa Barbara. We'll be back in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic, now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Northbound 5 in Lathrop, slow today. Manthe Road all the way to 8th Street in Stockton, while South 99 through Modesto. Tied up from Stanford all the way to Tuomly Boulevard, and your eastbound 120 ride in Manteca, slow from Union to 99. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. At highway speeds, the average text takes your eyes off the road for about five seconds. That's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Stop texts, stoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The IRS is ramping up collection, and if you owe back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, listen carefully. Before it's too late, check your eligibility for the Fresh Start program still offered by the IRS to reduce or even eliminate your tax problems. Call our special hotline number now and find out in minutes if you qualify for these life-changing debt reduction programs. Business or personal, if you're in a payment plan with no end in sight, have unfiled tax returns, under audit, have a wage or bank levy, or finally just want to know your options, call the experts at Republic Tax Relief and stop collections immediately. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau with a five-star rating from Yelp, this veteran-owned company has the fight you need to take on the IRS. Don't go at it alone. Call their hotline number now, 800-761-2209. That's 800-761-2209. Find out if you qualify today. Call 800-761-2209. Or go to republictaxrelief.com. It's so on. The Sirius XM Listen Free event is happening now. Listen in your car to over 100 channels, including ad free music of every kind, plus sports play by play and talking news for everyone. Enjoy even more free on the Sirius XM app, including expertly curated podcasts, ad free extra channels, music for any mood, Sirius XM video, and the ability to create your own Pandora music stations. We've already turned it on in your car, so press the button and enjoy. Walgreens is making Medicare easier than ever with the new FindRx coverage tool. Compare plans online, over the phone, or in person for free. Find the plan that's right for you, plus low-cost co-pays, by visiting walgreens.com slash Medicare. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Happy to serve as your concierge for conversation as we have these discussions uh, between us uh, rationally, reasonably, and respectfully. So much appreciate the fact that we can agree to disagree and still be friends. Uh, And I think the point of all that is to think about other points of view and then decide, do I need to change mine or does this further solidify where I land on this? Uh, I have got several callers today have said, no, we think we need to lay off the parents, that uh, the school certainly has some liability here, but uh, we need to be careful about assigning blame to the parents. Uh, the prosecutor is saying, well, we, uh, we're going to charge them with involuntary manslaughter. Uh, what do you think about all that? What's your perspective about the parents? Our number here, 209-551-3483. Should they be held responsible criminally for their son's actions? Let's go to Turlock. And uh, Vance, welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. What are your thoughts about uh, this issue with Ethan Crumbly? Well, my thoughts are, is okay, I'm a gun owner. And my kids, they, they have been around guns all their life 
they know that I keep my guns in the safe. I don't let them have them unless I'm going to be with them. So to a certain extent, yes, I think the parents are responsible on that fact. But if the school has all this stuff sitting there in front of them about the kid wanting to leave and the child needing, you know, some, some mental help and he wanted out of that school. And when the parents were there with the child, the cops should have been called. The parents should have been present by they searched for searched through his bag. That way, if it was found, then the parents were able to be there and see how that child was so distraught on what was going on in his life. Yeah, I like that scenario, Vance. Thank you so much for the call, uh, bumping the clock a little bit. So, uh, Vance, thank you so much. Good things to think about. Let's uh, find out what Ed from Modesto has to say about this as well. Uh, Ed, welcome. Uh, what are your thoughts about this case? Well, thank you. I think this case starts at the beginning with the parents. If you look at the law in California, it says, I have to keep my gun locked up or my kids can't get it. If the parents had that weapon in a place where the kid get it, I don't know about the laws back there, but it starts right there. If he had had no access to this weapon, we would not be having this discussion. We would not be trying to hold anybody else responsible. I'm not saying the parents are the only people responsible, but it starts right there. It starts whoever, whoever that gun belonged to, whoever had control of that gun, should have kept it out of the kid's hand. Well, and apparently, uh, Ed, as I'm listening to the prosecutor's narrative, uh, the gun was bought for him uh, by his father. And, and uh, Ethan was there at the time the, of the gun purchase. And so I, uh, I, you know, to what degree criminally uh, the parents ought to be responsible? Okay. I don't know. We'll find out. But I, I do believe that the parents have some uh, liability here. If, if that's the case, the parents were there with him when the gun was bought, that in itself is a violation of federal law because they just committed a straw man purchase. So I go back. Yes, we're going to hold the parents responsible. Now, whether or not they would, should be charged with uh, involuntarily manslaughter or some other crime, if, like I said, they are, they're responsible because they initiated this thing by making... I, uh, Ed, thank you. Uh, gotta go. Trevor Carey coming up at four o'clock. Ed, thank you so much for your perspective. I'll be back with you tomorrow here on the Mike Douglas Show at three o'clock on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Again, Ed, thank you for your comments as well.